Welcome to the Reset Podcast with Kirk Elliott, PhD, where every week we integrate politics, economics, and legislation that will impact your investment portfolios and lives. In doing this, we can reset our expectations so we can invest with wisdom, discernment, and confidence. Sit back, listen, and learn as we go on the journey of navigating through the economic jungle together. Hey, everybody. It's Dr. Kirk. Sorry for the delay this week. I was traveling last weekend, but here is our Monday update on weekly commentary on Tuesday. So um, Biden's reconciliation plan, it's ridiculous. Uh, you know, when, when you look at certain factors in the economy, um, there's always and I tell my kids this all the time, you know, choices have outcomes, right, that from those choices and those outcomes have consequences. Well, this reconciliation bill um, that's passed the House is is horrible. Uh, still has to pass the Senate, but it's it's just uh, I don't know why they call it reconciliation bill um, because all it does is is separate people from their money. Um, reconciliation means to bring together, so they should call it the uh, financial divorce bill or something like that, right? Because it, it doesn't reconcile anything. So when you look at it. Um, it raises taxes so much that it, it considers raising capital gains taxes 25% from where they are. 25% increase. It's massive. Um, federal, state, and local taxes combined rate average 65%. That means people have to learn to live on 35% of their income. Um, it's it's a $3.5 trillion bill. You know, just just a couple of weeks ago, the Federal Reserve of New York stopped reporting gross domestic product numbers um, because they were so bad. It doesn't fit the narrative that that Biden's infrastructure spending is actually growing the economy and creating jobs because it's not. It's actually shrinking and contracting. And this study that was done that I that I uh, I'm referencing here. Um, it shows that this will actually contract the, the gross domestic product by $3.7 trillion. See, when you have a $3.5 trillion spending bill and it decreases the economy by $3.7 trillion, that's a $7.2 trillion net difference. That's devastating considering our, our gross domestic product is, is roughly, what, $20, $25, $26 trillion. Um, that's that's roughly decreasing our economy by somewhere between a quarter and a third uh, just from from this bill in a in a year. That's devastatingly um, bad contraction. But it's not just it's not just uh, an economic bill. It's also a social bill. It has a lot of social things in there. For example, if you're a married couple and a small business owner, you're going to pay upwards of one hundred and twenty thousand dollars a year more in taxes. What does marriage have to do with small business? I don't know. Sorry, I'm about to sneeze. Um, what does that have to do with, with, with anything? It doesn't. So they're promoting a social agenda in here as well with all the stiff marriage penalties, with, with um, taking it to small business owners who are married. See, this is, this is devastating, and it's going to create a lot of job losses. Uh, just in Texas, you know, a big state. Well over 417,000 jobs estimated are going to be lost. West Virginia, a small state, 29,000 jobs. So, so 
as, as you look at this, it's just devastatingly bad. And when you couple that with an economy that has higher taxes, slowly rising interest rates, but they're going to be accelerating as the debt situation spirals out of control. You've got political instability and inflationary pressures. And then you add this into the mix. Um, it, it makes the case for a really, really bad um, October and fall coming up. Um, then what happened yesterday, um, Facebook, uh, let's see, what, what do they have? Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, and, and one other company that Facebook owns and controls got shut down. Their, their DNA servers, uh, they're... I don't even I don't even know if it was internal, if it was external, if it was planned or not. But I do know that there's a whistleblower that's reporting to Congress today, um, you know, basically spilling the beans on all of Zuckerberg's um, nastiness that he's done in suppressing news, um, making up news. Um, and so this is a problem, too, because what did that do? It caused Facebook stock to come down six percent in like 15 minutes. Six percent. And evidently today, a lot of people's content on their Facebook pages is missing. Oh, how convenient that right before the whistleblower is is talking that a lot of the content from Facebook actually goes away. And what they did um, or somebody did, maybe maybe it was the government already already pushing to shut them down. Maybe it was an internal thing. But all we know is that Facebook was down for many hours yesterday uh, with all of the apps and it came back and it was looking different. Right. So, so this is a problem when you've got um, now tech stocks are, are afraid of, of all the intervention um, that, that's possibly coming their way. So when you look at that, the economy is, is poised for some big contraction. It, it's a, it's a scary place for people, but I want to encourage you not to operate out of a state of fear. Don't put your head in the sand and do nothing here because there are things that are growing. Like all of you who have been listening to me for a while, all of you who are my clients already, um, we're allocated in the right place at the right time to take advantage of these trends. So the trends don't take advantage of us because everything that we're talking about causes traditional market classes, stocks, bonds, mutual funds, real estate, so forth to come down. But it, but those are the propellants that cause gold and silver to go up. So you're in the right place at the right time. And that's what I want to encourage you with. Um, if you have any cash still left on the sideline, you haven't allocated everything, I would urge you with everything that's happening in the economy right now, gobble up more silver, physical silver, not ETFs, not paper proxies, just physical silver. Um, it's the safest asset in the world right now. That is our goal. Capital preservation uh, is first and foremost. And when you get growth with that, that's the icing on the cake. Um, and that's just amazing when you can get safety and growth in the same equation. And that's what we have. So anyways, just wanted to go over a little bit of the news. Biden's horrible reconciliation bill slash should be called the divorce bill. And then um, the, the Facebook um, mayhem that's that's wreaking havoc on the markets. Oh, one other thing I forgot. So the Chinese stock market actually halted trading yesterday because of Evergrande. So that contagion is continuing to spread throughout the globe as the largest real estate holding company in the world um, is, is defaulting on its interest payments. So, so imagine what would happen to the world when that caused the Tokyo stock market to get crushed, the European stock market to get crushed, the U.S. stock market to come down 800 points in a day 
right? So because they defaulted on their interest payments. What if the debt ceiling isn't raised here in America, right? Which it shouldn't be. I mean, you can't keep just giving people extra money to, to spend relentlessly like we have been to the government. So if they don't raise the debt ceiling, the United States defaults on its interest-only payments, right? That's bigger than a real estate company that wreaked havoc on the markets. What happens when the United States defaults on its interest payments? For the first time ever in the history of the world, uh, we might actually default and not make our interest payments on the treasuries that other foreign countries and everybody owns. That'll affect people on Social Security. It'll affect people... Um, on fixed income. It will uh, degrade our credit rating from AAA down to something less. They'll have to start ratcheting up interest rates rapidly because you, you can't justify low interest rates with a, with a lower credit rating. It doesn't work that way. So not raising the debt ceiling will have large implications on people's pocketbooks, their retirements, and, and our country. However, if you raise it, it's going to bring more inflationary pressures because that just means they'll keep printing, printing, printing like money is going out of style, right? So so either way, it's not a good outcome. It's kind of what I wanted to help you with. That also propels gold and silver through the roof because gold and silver thrives on chaos, uncertainty, turbulence, turmoil, change, and inflationary pressures. So that's it for now. We'll talk later. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Reset with Kirk Elliott, PhD. Every week, our goal is to increase your knowledge and help melt away any financial anxiety and stress that causes inaction. In any economy and with any presidential administration, there are things we can do to thrive and not just survive. Thanks for going on this journey with us. We look forward to our next time together on the next installment of Reset with Kirk Elliott, PhD. If you have any questions, call us at 720-605-3900 or simply email us at info at kirkelliotphd.com.